Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. Discuss various pop culture topics and narrow down to truly the best of all time. What's that, Nick? Do you hear that? Oh, my God. It's the boat ambulance. It's coming because it's boat boat time. That means we're taking all the winners of the previous series and we're throwing them overboard. They're going to be drowning. The boat ambulance, they can't pick up all these bodies. They don't have to do. They're starting to get onto it now. That's number five, though. Like, oh, we're seeing that boat's getting pretty full. What do they do when the boat gets full? Fucking throw them off, bitch. It is It is very silly of us that we we bring them in, give them a great time. I mean, they're having a blast. The later rounds, I guess, you know, like pets on a lap. The winner of cozy yeah. just got here and we're like, get out of here. Yeah. You better hope you're fucking strong. And they're riding a high too. They just won. They're like, oh, look at us. We're the best. We're the best. Uh, no, dog. These are all the best. You think yeah. you, you ain't shit until you're something, you know? Exactly. So now you have to drown and we will determine. Because also it's not even about who's the strongest because it really is about who we're going to choose to save. Exactly. This is, <laughs> this is, this is like, you're like wife being like so if nick and i were on a ledge who would you choose this is us saying i'm gonna put you on the ledge (laughs) yeah (laughs) don't worry you don't have to do it yourself i'll do it for you hey what's your what's your favorite season of the show you do oh you know they're all our children me and nick don't pick favorites us actively picking favorites (laughs) no i'll tell you exactly which one was the best exactly and that's what we're here to do right now that is correct folks here we are we are in group a of boat boat five the reckoning i'm just calling i don't know why the reckoning's good i think we might have used that one before but we didn't change the spelling so that's good that's a different one now (laughs) that's a different one so clearly something about the reckoning always feels like what we need what about like boat boat five sleep with one eye open it's like okay oh what is that is that you coming in the night also is metallica is next season all about Metallica? Sleep with one eye open. open. This, yeah, this is, is one of the- boat, boat five. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, we did it. There it is. Uh, all right, folks, yeah. Here we have. This time, the list is made basically for us by us. We took the 16 winners of the past uh, of series five, and we put them in. We gave it back to our bracketologist, though. They kicked it back to us, randomized it. So we have here... In the number one seed, swimming, the champion of the lake life season, going up against first drink on vacation, the winner of best drink. Then we have the eight seed, the Masamune sword, winner of best thing that was lost to time, going up against the nine seed, Lord of the Rings, the best movie of 2001. Cody, where are we going to start? I just got back from Japan and Nick, they hid that sword so good. I was yeah. all over that damn island and I couldn't find it. Found a lot of swords. Lots a lot of, of swords. swords. Couldn't Every find time you're one. like, is this th- this one, Masamune? Like, I no, I stopped asking because I knew they wouldn't tell me. But like at the end of it, I was at this one place, it was near the end of the trip, and they just had like kind of an umbrella holder bucket that was full of swords. And I was like, I looked at Kath and I was like, it's one of these, isn't it? Like, this is how they would hide it. It's like, yeah, there's like there's like six swords in a bucket, and you're just like, yeah, that's the best spot. <laughs> it's one of and these. And you know, if you grab if you grab any of the ones that aren't Masamune, you die right away. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, the second you go pick work. it up, you just like your soul gets taken into the bucket. New sword. Oh god, that's what. The, and the, all the swords are people yeah. that are trapped because they didn't choose the Masamune. Oh my god, that's how it was. I'm glad I didn't touch any of them because I 
No, it's I might have been right. You don't know. Uh, hey, stranger things have happened. That's all I'm yeah, saying. I wasn't drawn to him at all, though. That's so that's the thing. And Catherine, and I just watched Lord of the Rings, so I'm I'm set for this bracket. Let's go. You, you basically did your research. I will yeah. say. So is this the one we're going to start with? Oh yeah, let's do it. Okay. I man, once again, these bracketologists just know how to how. Uh, pardon the pun, but just cut us to the quick on this. Mm-hmm. These are yeah. these were heavy hitters. These are two yes. of like the. I mean, even you know when we look at you know the seasons and we talk about, you know, you kind of, you can get a little nostalgic and be like, remember the jokes, remember the gags from that season or whatever. And I, I do think two, these are two of the better seasons. I mean, Lord of the Rings is our first time ever doing a 64 seed bracket. That was wild. That was wild for us. That was a lot. We did it though. Didn't we? We, we did it though. Through. We That's- did it. All in preparation I- to do the 151 Pokemon bracket. It's out there. It's ready. Not- okay. My problem is, with the mass mooney sword is that I couldn't find it and I looked really hard. Yeah. And but I can always find Lord of the Rings. Can and then once it. we watched that for research, that inspired my wife. We've watched every Lord of the Rings now. She'd never seen any of them, and now she's fully versed. Wait. Hmm. If wow. Okay, I'm sorry. But if there I would have I would have lost my own life if I was if if I was captured or if we were at a, a deadly trivia night mm-hmm. and it was like, hey, has Catherine seen or not seen the Lord of the Rings movies. I would have, I would have bet my, like I said, I would have lost my life. I'd be like, pff, easy. Of course she has. No, it would have been first had. round. It would have been one of those like first round hundred point questions where you're like, dog. Yeah, obviously she's seen the Lord of the Rings. Hey, she's a librarian. So it's just yeah. like, I'm like, I assume it feels, it feels like an obligation. I'm surprised she got the job. Yeah. If I, did they know this? Do I need, well, now she's seen it. So I guess it, I don't need to call. No, the, she's, the library, she's but, in it now, so they're ready. But yeah, I think she's just masterfully avoided it for years. That's that's why. I mean, I guess there's something to be said. Like you have to take the time out of your life. Like, it it's is not, so. Why is it? Why are they so long? They ain't why? short. Why like, are they the way they? Why are you the way you are? Movies. Don't you? I kind of wish every movie was forced to have like a, a ninety minute cut. Dude, just I completely for, agree. However ridiculous, whatever it means, you would have to cut out. I'm saying I'm fine with a director's cut. Peter Jackson, you you are allowed to have a three hour and thirty minute cut of Return of the King. That's the three fine. Hour, no, no, Nick. The three hour and thirty minute cut was the cinematic cut. Oh, you're right. <laughs> The director's cup's like four and a half hours. Yeah, so it's like, I'm fine with that too. I think you should be allowed to have that, but I think the studio should require that you have to do 90 minutes. Because I would, part of me just wants to see the exercise of like, what do you take out? What do you consider essential versus where you're like, well, I guess I don't need this. I, I think if you're going to be over three hours long, you have to write me a personal letter explaining why it's worth my time to go watch this thing. There should be a little a little dot, like a little like yellow dot that's always in the right corner. We all know where it is in the top right corner. That's like tells you this would be a great time for you to pee. Oh, yeah. Hey. Or pause and take a break. Once it hits green, that means you can pause and go eat a sandwich. Right. Like, hey, this is a really great time. You're gonna, you're not going to miss much if you like if you're in the theater, though, you know, and it's just like, hey, right here, this would be uh, this is important for me. But if you had to go take it, you're not going to miss any plot points, mm-hmm. you know, like that's we need. Well, that. And that also that pisses me off so fucking much when I'm watching a four hour movie and they're like, well, if you leave for 15 minutes, you won't miss any plot points. They cut it out. Yeah. Why is the movie four hours long? Sorry. Yeah. It's when your movie's four hours, then it's not necessary. If you're like, man, you could you could skip this. Then, then why do I have then it? Skip it. Cut it out, you son of a bitch. But oh, I did. Man. I lost many more hours of my life looking for this goddamn sword. And as a reminder, for anyone who, who, if you didn't listen to it, once again, 
always wild if you're going to listen to a boat boat season and haven't maybe listened to most of the other seasons. But uh, just as a reminder, the Masamune sword is a sword, the best sword made by the best sword maker in Japan. And we assume we know that it existed and mm-hmm. then now we can't find it. And we know that when in after we dropped the bomb on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, we America went into Japan and specifically requested this sword and it was not given to us. Yeah, they wouldn't give it. They were like, fuck so, that dog. So in our own lore. Oh, you want, I'm sorry. You want the sword that can cut God? I don't yeah, think so. You don't get that sword. And it's the sword that was also used by the first ever samurai. That this is where I'm at Shogun. at the moment. Is I think I'm leaning Lord of the Rings because it's tangible. It's real. It's something I can watch anytime I want, which will probably yeah. never be again. You're good now? You feel... See, the Lord it, of the Rings I've is... I've seen it at least twice. Each one at least twice. And I did it. Like, I don't understand what else I need to do. I hate how, like, Pavlov's... Like, you know, like the Pavlov technique of training? You know, we all know yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am so Pavlovianly tied to when I watch a movie based on when it was released in theaters. So like all of the Lord of the Rings movies came out on Christmas, like the week of Christmas, generally speaking, or like very late December. Every time around Christmas, I'm just like, I'll, I just, I don't even think about it. It's so subconscious, but I'm like, it's really popping a Lord of the Rings, huh? Probably about that time. It'd be nice to go on the journey again, you know? So I feel, I feel like it, if, if it's not once a year, I'm probably taking that journey once every other year. Man, that's too much. Or people who are like, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, we're going to get up early and we're going to watch every Lord of the Rings back to back director's cut. I'm like, who hurt you, dog? <laughs> like so we, much to do wanna, in life. Is there anything else you want to do? We could like make some soup. We could I, I'll come over. I got some magic cards. We could play magic cards. Do that. Can we do anything else while you do? I, the thing that I I mean, do you like I've, I've sat around and watched. I watched all the John Wick movies once and that was enjoyable for me. So but my my question is when it's like you've done that. So many times, right? The the person who's doing that, this is not their first rodeo. Seeing them or doing this. But the the religiousness in which it's like, no, not only are we going to do that, there is no inner, there's no talking. There's no, there's no like, there's like a little like, you can be like, oh, that mo- that part's so cool. Of course it's cool. We've seen it a million times. Did you know he actually broke his toe? Yeah, right, yeah. Everyone's shouting out the same fun facts we all heard of. Hey, did you know that Viggo Mortensen didn't like helicopters? So he actually walked up the mountain every time and met them there. Or no, that was Sean Bean. Sean Bean didn't like helicopters, so he always walked up the mountain ahead of everyone else. He had to leave like six hours early. You're like, yeah. We, and you're all saying it's people who also know this. Yeah, it's a whole class of the people. thing, man. It is. Oh, man. I guess I w- said, I think I'm leaning Lord of the Rings on this one, man. I, I, I think I am as well. Uh, the Masamune sword is a, is a heavy hitter, but like you said, we don't have it. If we had it in our hands, things would be different. Yeah, way different. All right, Cody, next time you go to Japan, I'm coming with you and you're taking me to the bucket. Okay, I'll we got, take you to the bucket. We got dude. two shots at it, it. We got two shots at it at getting out the, the sword, right? Yeah. So if there's six swords in there, we got a one, three chance now. Well, I guess if I get it wrong now, you've basically reset the odds because I'm putting myself, I end up in it. But I, I will, I'll, I'll be able to watch and see what sword you picked that was wrong and I'll see what sword you turn into. Yeah. So that will help. That I'll, 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 it's not one of those two. Do you think I would just turn into like a plastic sword? Do you think? Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, dude. <laughs> your, your spirit is not, you do not have the Bushido spirit. I'm sorry. No, I, I don't want to be the one to tell you this. Yeah. Like a fake, like a fake kid's lightsaber. Not even, not even Star Wars licensed. The one like, you have to flick to make the tube come out. I'm talking county fair lightsaber, you know? Yeah, dude. That's, I'm like, oh man. You're like, well, this one's, e-. <laughs> I go in, turn into one of those. And you're like, well, 
that's easy enough. Okay, so not that one. <laughs> not that one. I I think I'd turn into a sword. Not a good one, but a sword. A sword. You like one of the like a sword that you can buy at the mall. Yeah, but like still it'll cut you. Yeah, you're like, no, those swords. Hey man, I've talked to enough of those guys. They'll tell you right away that those sword, yeah, it could still cut. Like I know it's like, you know, for us to sell them here. You know, they got to be a little bit dull, but that ain't stopping you from sharpening them on, you know? Yeah, you know dude, you, gotta, you get a whetstone and that blade, that'll that'll cut anything. Conveniently, we got whetstones right here. I mean, I'm just saying, man. You know, what, are you, what are you using to protect your house, you know? I've got Guns? this Klingon <laughs> death thing. <laughs> if I break into a house and someone comes out with like a Klingon staff, I'm going to beat their ass. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, dog, I don't think you're ready for this heat. <laughs> you better catch some hands, boy. I'm going to go and fight you with my hands while you have that because I think I have the, I don't think you know what you're doing with that. Uh, All right. So bust out nunchucks? Like, dog, what are you doing? <laughs> there's three no, people on Earth. No, there's nunchucks three people are, no. on Earth. Cody, nunchucks are actually like one of the most dangerous weapons of all time. Because, like, obviously, yeah, those plastic ones, those suck. But most times, they're made out of, like, bone or stone. And, like, so they're really heavy. And, like, they're concealed so you could get them through security. And if you hit someone on the temple, they're going to die. It's, like, probably, honestly, now that I'm saying it out loud, probably the most dangerous weapon. Easily. Hands. Easily the most dangerous hands. weapon. <laughs> well, that, you take those on. I'll try to fight with my hands. Let's see what happens, boss. <laughs> yeah, bro. Let's go. All right. We're <laughs> in the next one. All Let's right, we it. got swimming going up against that first drink on vacation. Ooh, good times. I I like that these are paired up in a nice. So I do like the pairing here. It's got summer Dude, vibes. I, know I we're like, coming. yeah, I do like the summer vibes. I like swimming one best lake life and then first drink on vacation one best drink. When I took that first drink, I'm sorry, I'm talking about Japan again, but I was there. Fine. It, once I got off the plane, once you take that first drink, all the plane stress is gone. Ooh. All of it, you're finally, you're there. You're at your destination. And I, it was made even yeah. doubly sweeter when I'm having a, some sake. And it's fucking, I've been on a plane for over 14 hours. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I, uh, we, you know, we went, uh, we went down to Nolens. And, and uh, that I'll say is a different type of first drink. Because the first drink there is like a giant grenade that's basically a, a boozy slushy, and you're oh, just like, I don't yeah. even know what I'm getting into now. Like it, everything's about to change. It changes the vibe of you're like, oh, I think that's important when you're gonna get that first drink in a new place. Don't just grab like a Coors Light. That'll be fine, and that'll get you there. But mm. stay local, you know. Stay, stay local. Stay in the pocket. Like really allow yourself to feel like oh, I this like is what this town does. I like the spirit is different. I got I got a little glass with a little jar of sake that you pour in, take each drink. I cheers with my wife, gave her a kiss. Nick's over in and this is in Japan. We're in Tokyo, about to have a great vacation. Nick's in New Orleans. They're like, this will get you fucked fast. It's a smoothie yeah. that we dumped a whole bottle of bourbon in. It's like, all right, let's go, baby. Let's go sixty four ounces. <laughs> I gotta have a massive straw to do this. Let's fucking go, dude. Yeah, dude. You gotta believe in yourself. They're like, hey man, there's a place. They're like, hey, the most haunted bar in New Orleans also has this thing called Purple Drink. Got ghosts in it. You're like, yeah, ghosts guaranteed a ghost in every drink. Put a ghost in my soul. I don't care, man. They're, what are the odds you're gonna get a bad ghost? You know, hi, hi. <laughs> but like, what's the what's the, what's the odds they'll actually be able to power you like Voltron and just blow? They're not gonna take over no, your body. It was just like a buddy. Like it felt like a little buddy inside, just like wanted me to. I was able to release him. We solved it. We solved his riddle. Yeah, I mean, literally, he thought that his wife cheated on him in the 1700s, and so he killed himself, and then haunts this area. I just, I went to the library, found out that his wife killed him herself right afterwards. Yeah, because she's a broken heart. Yeah, and he was and like, that's Fuck. why he felt terrible about it. Yeah, that's why you can solve every haunting with the power of your local library. Every, every mystery, every haunting, every mystery, go to the local library, go get the papers. 
Just do the fun little paper reel thing that they show on all the movies, you know? Microfiche, yes. Yes. Get yes. in there deep. Solve. Why are you not a private investigator? I know you've been considering quit, it. Quit your job. Just do it. This is this is it. This is this is it right now. You woke up today knowing on your heart that you're like, I'm gonna do it today. And then you didn't. So turn around. Turn back. I know you're driving to work right now. We put these out in the morning for a reason. Yeah. Go to your boss. Say, hey, Travis, I need to talk to you real quick. And then when he comes over, he's like, hey, what's up? How's it going? You say, fuck you, man. And then you got to slap something out of his hand. He'll have something. Don't worry about yeah. that. And then you leave. The only other, I I completely or, agree, Cody. The thing I would say to do beforehand, give them the opportunity to say, hey, Travis, this isn't the life for me anymore. I'm I'm going to dedicate my life to being a public eye, or a uh, private eye, public investigator. Private one, investigator. No. This is what you do. PI, so either, no, half my idea, half Nick's idea. You don't quit your job today. That's fucking, that's what they'll expect. Don't see it coming. <laughs> I want you on your off time. You start practicing, start PIing on Travis, your boss. And then after a week, you're going to go up to be like, Travis, I need to talk to you. He's like, all right, what's up? You're like, I quit. I'm going to be a PI. And they're like, do you think you're cut out for it? I'm like, I don't know. Do you think your wife needs to know you've been cheating on her? Bam, pictures of her, Travis cheating on his wife. Boom, bitch. Oh, oh, you think I didn't know you had diarrhea yesterday? You shit seven times at work. And you're like, oh, no, you've, you've solved my secrets. There it is. And now, now you can finish my idea, which is basically ask whatever, wherever you work. I don't care what your job is. If you're working at Target, ask them if they want to open de detective agency within the store. Oh, and store detective. And so now you're like, I will give you my services because at the end of the day, they're going to be better resourced. They're going to have more money to put into this because you're going to yeah, need equipment. You're going to need that one, that one uh, satellite dish looking thing so you can mm -hmm. hear conversations from very far away. That is definitely technology God, that works. Got to have one of those. So, and you're going to need a lot of little printer, mics to probably, hide around. Probably just a printer, honestly. Oh, yeah. Just a good, you're going to need a good Epson in there. Yeah. And ink, ink, and the thing is, you're going to think the printer was cheap. That's the point. It's the ink is where they get you. They're going to okay? get you, yeah. So you might as well get a sponsorship from whether it's you're working at Starbucks, Target, or hell, if you're an insurance agent, you know? Yeah, get in there. Get in there, but become the private investigator you always wanted and know you should be. So do that you want to go said, swimming or? I'm going to lock in for a drink, I think, on vacation. Swimming is great when you're at the lake, but like, I don't need to swim. I, I yeah. didn't swim once this year. Damn, so. dog. I'm like, sorry, now I got to like sit there and I'm like, hold on, did I? I, I? I tubed with you, but I didn't like go swimming. No, I wouldn't that's, call that. So you're right. I wouldn't call that swimming. That's that's the only time I got wet all year besides, you know, my token showers. Dog, I am out here like wondering because I mean, having been a lifeguard for so long, I I swam all the time. I taught kids how to swim. So now it's weird to be like, wait, did I not even? You don't need to. But what is that? I, I don't know why, but it feels like I'm it feels like I'm letting go of myself in a way, you know, like that some part of me is dying and that I either no, can man, I think it or let just, it go. I think you've just got further in life and now you don't need to prove to yourself that you can swim because you know in your heart that you can. It's not, but it's not about knowing if I can't, it's about the enjoyment of just being in the water, feeling one. You must you not know? have enjoyed it that much. I thought I did. You know, I was lying to myself. Lie. You're lying to yourself. But I'm with, I'm with you here. Let's move first drink on where it will go up against Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Okay, where, what are we thinking here? First drink on a vacation is a, it sets the whole tone for the whole trip, right? Yer, yer, it yer. gets everything set up. Lord of the Rings is an experience I think everyone should have one time. You know, there's not a part of you. I mean, obviously you went, you've gone back to it a few times. I got back to it once because my wife had never seen it. Oh, you, you're saying you watched it one time. Yeah. And then when you found out your wife hadn't seen it, you're like, okay, I will do this for you. I'll do this for you, yeah. But, but then I, it's like, over. 
I've been invited to parties with like, we're going to watch all the Lord of the Rings. I politely decline those invitations <laughs> because there's so much more stuff I could do with that time. It's a lot of time, especially full director's cuts. And you- I don't want to be that guy. The movies are just fine. I mean, they're very good movies. They're very good. They're movies very that- good. The just fine is doing them a disservice to act like no, they're not. They're they're good, but they're not like, I don't know. They're not set up a whole day or personality around good. Well, yeah, I would agree with you there. I would I would stand <laughs> by that. I, but I'm also someone who doesn't think you should set your personality on mostly any of that. Be a diversified person. Have a lot of interest, you know, unless it's unless it's fast and the fear. Well, hey, well, hey, now. Well, well, well. Would you hey, rather this... watch all the Lord of the Rings movies back to back to back or all the Fast that, and the Furious? That's not even a question. That's not even. No stop, though. No, I mean, I get the only thing that would make me want to do Lord of the Rings over Fast and Furious would be time. But like outside of that, if it's like I have to stay awake to do it or something, then yeah, I guess. But no, I'd I think much I, rather. I, I take Lord of the Rings every time. At least there's a plot in there that makes sense. How dare you? It's when you watch it all at once that you really see the th- the through line. Like that's the, you... <laughs> is that what you see? The, yeah. is, what do you, and by that, do you mean the money that they could make if someone came back from the dead? So they just bring it back. That's the Got through it. line. You're like, dang, wow. Money, money really, it, it is a great lesson in capitalism. Cause it is like, oh, so this is what money does to things. Mm. Here's, there's a certain <laughs> point where money's very helpful and that's called fast five. Cause fast four did well enough that they're like, we'll give you more money. And then basically everything else has been like, Maybe we gave them too much money. They're just doing stupid <laughs> shit. I don't think I don't think they know what they want to do anymore. We have built a movable semi tank. So we converted the semi into a tank and we made it so it can drive legitimately. And we're going to shoot this scene with a thousand explosions and we're going to need 400 Darge chargers. I think we gave them too much money, dude. I think we gave <laughs> seems, them too much money. It seems like a waste, man. Those are all real. Dot, not No CGI Dodge chargers. All real. No, all real. All real. Well, we're going to blow them up. We're going to just throw them out of a window, man. I mean, she's like, just, that's so many cars. So I will I, say there wasn't, a, there, there are some explosions in Lord of the Rings, but it's not the same as Fast and Furious. It's not. It's not. And, that, and that's because they're cowards. And we, and if, if we replace Shadow Facts with, Shadow Facts, of course, being Gandalf's horse, the king of horses. <laughs> if we replace Shadow Facts with the Dodge Charger from Fast and don't the even. Furious. Don't even. Don't <laughs> act like you don't know that in that scene, Return of the King, or no, I guess uh, it's tw- uh, two towers. Two towers. Look to look towards the east, or look towards. They look towards the east, and you see the fucking Dodge Charger pull up, <laughs> just doing donuts on the top, yeah! just Woo! ripping, just play, just playing some Nickelback. And, burn it to no, the ground. I was ground. gonna say, screw that. You replace that with a song which had this really epic like orchestra track. Loved it. Place that with Freebird. He just comes down the fire. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just ripping through the order. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, you don't act like that that isn't a better version of it. Not as I accurate, think, not as, you know. What, it's that would completely... have been such a good director's cut. That's the kind of shit I want in director's cuts. You watch yeah. Lord of the Rings, and then it's like, and then it's James Cameron's like, this is what we really wanted to do. And he flashes over, and it's just fucking Gandalf ripping down in a Dodge Charger. Right. Let's go. Like when like when Zack Snyder released his director's cut of the Justice League, you're like, oh, you really had a different thing in mind, didn't you? Wow, they really mm-hmm. took it away from you. And you, this is what you wanted to make? Yeah, these are very different things. I see it. When you watch the Lord of the Rings director's cut, you're just like, wow, you could not stop yourself from filming every word of this book, you, huh? You just wanted it longer. Like You, you looked just- at the t- you looked at three hours and 40 minutes and said more. 
Yeah. Need more. Like that's you're right. I'm like, I want a director's cut to be, it should be another director's cut. Like give another, give Michael Bay access to the whole. Is that what we're doing now? Okay. (laughs) So you direct, we, I want new director's cuts. So we get like, oh yeah. Rami to like fucking come in. They get all access to any footage you shot. And then it's like, okay, but now you make the cut. Get Michael I, Bay up in there for Lord of the Rings, you know? Michael Bay, and he he definitely does CGI in a Dodge Charger instead of Shadow Pass. Hell yeah, man. That's what I'm talking about. You know, get Martin Scorsese. Give, give all of Billy Madison to Martin Scorsese. Oh, geez. Let's go. And let me see I'd what wa- he does. I'd, I'd watch it. I mean, I'm down. It's not going to make me not watch it. I'll be like, yeah, I'd mm-hmm. see what I want to know, you know? I think, I'm, uh, I think I am walking in first drink on a vacation, though. Because that's it's, just, uh, it's a vibe. It is setting the whole tone. And it's just that moment where all the travel stress leaves and you know, I'm in for a good time, baby. Sometimes when I sit down and Lord of the Rings comes on, I think this is going to be so long. That I, I agree with you there, that there is something to be said about the release valve that is that first drink. Like you said, it's just all that tension in your shoulders just melts and you're like, oh, even if it's the, ho- even if you just got to the hotel and you're just mm-hmm. about to have, a, you know, like it's always good, always happy to have. And you're right, Lord of the Rings, even when I'm into it, I know that I've now, because also I am one of those people, like if I start the first one, I'm now going to end up watching them throughout the week. Like I'm not going to go back to back, but I'm going to be like, well, the next thing I'm going to watch is two towers. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it. you can't just quit. You're like, I got it. Well, now I got to see the whole journey through. Maybe this, t- maybe this I mean, time Frodo's not a little bitch. No. Hey, Jake, guess what? I just finished it last night. Still is. Still is. hasn't Still changed. Is, Even in the director's cut. Poor guy. So uh, I, I think I'm with you here. I'm I'm saying we'll move first drink on a vacation into the final four. And that is it, folks. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of From the Competition. What about you boys? A few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend, tell a friend. Wherever you're listening to this, make sure you hit that like, that subscribe, that follow. Give us those five stars, please. I just saw on Spotify for the first time. I'm able to see the number. Y'all are doing good work. Keep it up. We appreciate That's it. That's right. Follow us on all of our social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just go at Friendly Comp Pod. Send us pictures of you giving us five stars and stuff. And we'll send you stickers. Uh, exactly. As always, shout out to Charizard for that intro outro music. Make sure you go check them out at Bandcamp. Type in Charizard. Replace the vowels with sixes. That's going to be it for us, folks. We got Group B coming out on Wednesday. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lino. See you on the boat. <laughs>